Hi, I'm David Kelly, President and CEO of Chicana Copper. Chicana is a, a junior exploration company focused in Peru. We've made a very exciting copper, gold, silver discovery in the Ancash province of Peru. It's just south of the Piarina mine. We put an initial resource out with 650,000 ounces of gold equivalent, starting at surface, open at depth, high grade, and we've only tested 28% of the targets to find to date. We have a strategic investor in Goldfields who's invested $12 million uh, since 2019. And we have a very aggressive exploration plan to expand the resources and test a number of additional targets in 2023. Good to see you. Good to see you, Matt. Well, I, I'm a resident here. You just drove down. <laughs> How far away is it from where you're based? Uh, two hours to Golden. Oh, not too bad. Yeah. Wowzers. And beautiful country. We actually drove from Denver. Stunning, stunning on the way here. Right. We're at the conference, uh, Beaver Creek, very popular conference. In fact, yeah. this seems to be one of the biggest ones for some time that they're telling me. Uh, you're here to do what? Well, for me, it's here to meet with potential investors. Um, you know, it's a, it's a unique blend of mining companies that are here to talk to the investment, uh, you know, industry. Uh, everything from uh, individual investors to lots of the institutional investors are here. The royalty companies are here. Yeah. So you can tick a lot of boxes by talking to a lot of people in a short amount of time. Here. Right. Okay. And a lot of corporates here as well, obviously. Having a look around, seeing who's 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 doing what. I think that's the intriguing thing for me. Um, with regards to right, your story, we are in a really kind of depressed market for equities. Which you pick an equity, where is this depressed at the moment? Um, it's a, it's a tough environment to therefore get funding, a tough environment for investors to kind of you know yeah. contemplate getting their hands in the pocket and and giving giving people money. What are you saying to those guys and gals when you're when you're meeting with them? Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, we're copper, right? So copper has a great uh, fundamental economic uh, future ahead of it. We all know that the clean energy transition is going to put huge demand on the copper supply. We don't have the copper uh, in the ground to produce to meet those demands. So there's there's a looming supply gap in copper for sure. We do have a resource. It's small, but it's high grade. It's in an active mining district. Mm -hmm. So we have a resource that with just a few more million tons will make a, a definable project. That's a project that could... Uh, standalone. Uh, it could be a high-grade operating uh, underground mine in Peru. We're in an active mining district. But the big story for us, of course, is the exploration upside. And one of the reasons we attracted Goldfields is we have tier one potential in terms of discovery potential. Uh, it's a reason Goldfields invested in the first place. They've, they've been a part of every financing ever since. So we have two sides of the coin. We have the high-grade resource that's in the ground, proven already, and then we have uh, the exploration upside to go out. Right, okay. And I guess the plan next year is to get after it. So yeah. what, where, where, do you know where are we, are we sitting down making plans as to you know, how you're going to get after this thing? Because I think you know, the other thing I think kind of interesting to me was, you know, it's been a rough ride in Peru okay. the last couple of years. That's now no longer an impediment to you. So are people, do people want to invest into Peru now? You know, for the most part, I, I would say yes. Retail investors, I think, are a little bit skittish of, yeah. of Peru. Uh, it has changed. You know, uh, two years ago when Castillo came in, it was chaos. He was uh, not really anti-mining, but he wasn't really supporting the mining industry. And the mining industry is the most important industry in Peru, right? It's the second largest copper producer in the world. Uh, it's a mining country. And I've always said it's a mining country uh, now, and it always has been, and it always will be. And I do believe that. But there's a lot of political noise that happens. A lot of that's quieted down. Uh, Castillo's been impeached. There's a 
um, a president in in uh, in the administration now is very pro business and pro mining. Uh, permits are happening. Projects are moving ahead. Uh, you know, collaboration on big projects is starting to happen. Rio Tinto and First Quantum coming together uh, to develop La Granja. That's a huge development. You know, multi billion dollar uh, uh, investment into the country. And there's several other big projects that are that are coming online. So. Peru is, I think, is going to be fine, uh, and the people that know Peru know this, right? So it's the it's the retail investors that that kind of got scared away, but you know now we're seeing the problems in Ecuador, and all the people that were fleeing to Ecuador now they're looking back at Peru, going, hmm, Peru looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I guess these these things have and flow, but okay, so Peru investable again. So come back to the, the question I started asking, which was uh, more around your plans mm-hmm. around drilling. Do you know what you want to get after? Yeah, we do, and and a big part of that is driven by this new permit that was that came out in June, and that permit that was a long time waiting, right? That was two and a half years trying to get this permit that uh, doubles the size of the area where we can drill. It exposes the whole southern half of the project, and more importantly for us, it exposes the deeper parts of the exposed mineral system where we have a porphyry target. And that porphyry target, and I've said this to you before, it's one of the best targets I've ever seen in my career, and I've been doing this for a long time. It shoots about two and a half kilometer gold molybdenum anomaly in soil. It's got an embedded IP geophysical anomaly right inside the middle of it. It looks exactly like a mineralized intrusion. It's not deep. You know, the top of that IP anomaly is about 125 meters below surface. So we've got a drill plan around that. There's nine holes dedicated to that. We have additional high-grade breccia pipes, which we want to keep running with that high-grade breccia pipe story because that that's a project that can run on its own. Sure, if we get to tag into something, you know, tier one like, uh, which is what Goldfields has wanted us to do all along, that's going to take a life of its own for sure. But we, we're not abandoning our strategy on the high-grade breaches. We're supplementing, adding to it, and, and going after these bigger targets. Right, and obviously Goldfields you know, is still in a significant shareholder, but there was a bigger fish to fry elsewhere. Yeah. What's, what's and, and again, this is, this is really in the context of the backdrop of those conversations I've had this week, that people have had to adjust their strategies. People have had to think about JVs, mergers, spin-outs, different ways of getting cash onto the balance sheet, or more importantly, into the bank account so they can actually do the stuff that they know they can do because the asset's fundamentally pretty darn good, yeah. right? You know, good teams with good assets trying to do good things. Yeah, you should, you should succeed. But in markets like this, it gets a bit harder. So in terms of Goldfield's influence on you or a positive or negative with regards to some of those optionality, what, are there conversations or are you, you free reign to come out of any which way? Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they've already said that they support what we're doing and they want to see these targets drilled. I mean, they're very pro-exploration, right? Yeah. We, we do have this project that's looking better and better and better as a development asset. But it's not of the of the uh, scale that they would for, for come that. after. Right, yeah, for I can, well, see, that's yeah. why I'm asking this because, yeah. like, they'll be like, "Go drill the bejesus out of this thing," because we want you to show us something huge. Right. That's our profile. Right. But you, as a public yeah. company, you got a whole different set of priorities. You got to appease the the, the shareholders yeah. and get the news and, and headlines out, which will you know drive that drive that stock interest in in the stock. So okay. the slightly different. Um, needs there, right? So that's that was the, hence the question for you is just, how do you drive this for your shareholders forward? You've got to get focused on something, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, and that's you know we've we've dealt with that from day one with Goldfield. You know they've been pro exploration, but 
one of the reasons they're such a good partner is because they've always understood, yep, you're in the junior mining industry, you've got to raise money, you have other shareholders, it's not just us. And they've been very supportive of us going out, for example, doing the drill out on the on the seven breccia pipes that we put into the initial resource. That money could have just been spent on exploration. Now, we didn't have the permit on the south side, so that was a limitation. But they were very supportive of that because they understand that the business model that we have requires that we deliver results to Full the market and the market's got to uh, be there for us when we go to, to finance. So they've been good uh, with that. We do have shareholders that are pro-development, want to see us run hard with this resource. And then we have other shareholders that are much in the camp of Goldfields that just drill the heck out of this thing and let's see yeah. what we've got. Well, it's, it's kind of the Australian model, isn't it? It's like, well, well, let's get into production early, throw some money up, some cash up, let's dilute it, and whilst, and then and, and money for exploration program. Right. So it's like a, like a slow run up as opposed to the most efficient way of, of, of setting it up. Is that, is that must tempt you somewhat? Yeah, it does. I mean, and we're doing internal studies, of course, to look at the value of what we've got in the ground already, a very early stage internal scoping study type of stuff. Uh, to me, it's very encouraging. I take that information to the board, and then we we plan our strategy from that. You know, ultimately, I'd like to do a PEA on what we've got, but that's better positioned after we do the next round of drilling. Ooh. I know there's going to be discoveries. Those discoveries should get drilled out and updated resource, and then do a PEA based on the updated resource. That's the most logical path to follow. For, for, for sure. Actually, get some economics on it for the market, for sure. Um, so what is, what's the next few months hold for for you, David, what's, what are you doing? Well, you know, we're ready to drill. We've got the drill permit. Um, we're raising money to fund that drilling. Uh, Goldfields has already said that they're, you know, very supportive of what we're trying to do. Um, it's an Financially supportive? Yep. They'll, they'll yep. follow the money? Yep, Good. absolutely. And okay. they've done that ever since, uh, you know, from the very beginning. Uh, super supportive and technically supportive in, in every way that we've needed. Anything we've needed, uh, they've always been there for us. So. You know, that's great validation again, you know, to go to the market and say, look, we've got a strategic investor in Goldfields. Their due diligence was second to none. And I've done lots of due diligence in my career, especially with the big majors that I've worked for. And they were as thorough as any major that I've ever worked for in terms of their due diligence. So they know what they're doing. Uh, Exploration is not an exact science, as you know. We never know what we're going to find until we drill the holes. And, um, you know, they, they understand that. So that, that's why they've been such a great partner for us. Uh, but, yeah, they're there. Uh, we need to raise some additional capital to, to go with what they can contribute. And then we're set to do the drill program. Uh, we've got a 4,000-meter drill program planned, and that was planned in, in uh, collaboration with Goldfields and their technical team. Um, so we're ready to go. Ideally, finish the capital raise, get drilling, announce new discoveries, and then start planning around, you know, what to do next. And most likely, what I'd like to do is do some re- infill drilling, get, get some additions to the resource, and demonstrate that, you know, the project, the high-grade breccia story is going to continue. And if we come through with discovery on this mega gold target, well, then it's it's a totally different ballgame. You better get out and get some money. I know you. I know you've got a meeting shortly. So uh, go 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 get him, and I'll uh, catch up with you later and kind of get uh, hear a little bit more about it. Copper story is always interesting to me. Sounds great. Thank you, Matthew.